I never know whether or not uh, it's in the best interest. I understand good hard work ethic. I do. And I understand doing it right and making it work. But I always wonder whether or not school superintendents take a step back and say, did I really need to prove that all this could work? <laughs> because Rick Deagle is uh, he's school superintendent in Kidder County. And he took on another big challenge. And basically he's heading up two schools and, they did find a way to make it work, and, and now he finds himself at least going into next year continuing basically a double job. And uh, Superintendent Deagle, good to have you on News and Views. Good morning. Yeah. See, it's, um, it's your own fault. <laughs> That's you, what my could, wife tells me. Um, yeah, you could I have found it. a way to not, not make this work, and now look where it got you, Rick. Yeah, decided this year that uh, we had a neighboring district, uh, the Linton School District, who is another great school district, was looking for a superintendent. And at some point, they approached me and the school board, our Kidder County board, and say, "Can we make this work?" And and we and, and I think it is. Uh, we've got great teams in in both uh, in both schools, and so this year I'm doing Kidder County and Linton, and uh, probably picked a record winner of snowfall to to do the both, but it's. Uh, it's working out, and uh, you know, it takes a lot of time, and and I got a lot of great people that that make me look good, and that's usually a, a huge benefactor. So. Well, and and hats off to you. All joking aside, I, you know, it it takes good people, and I loved hearing you say the word team because I know it takes that as well. That isn't why I asked you on. I asked you on because you did something that is outside of the norm. You made perfectly clear in your letter to the editor that you don't ever. Uh, involve yourself into politics until obviously it affects your school district and the funding of your school district and the property taxes in your school district. And you wrote a letter pointing out how disappointed you were that the North Dakota legislature is going forward with funding private schools. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah, I, I as you said, I, I normally try not to make myself, my, my political views known. I can make people angry enough by just not starting school on time or having school or whatever. So I try to stay out of some of those those waters. But this year, House, uh, House Bill 1532 passed the House of Representatives, 54 to 40. And this is my 33rd year, 36th year in education. Um 25th year as a superintendent and and it's probably one of the most concerning bills i have and i don't it's not all like a superintendent perspective i'll be honest i'm coming from a taxpayer perspective as far as you know public funds going to private schools however that's not my main point the main point is there's no accountability for that money that's going to private schools and i think that's the that's the issue that needs to be raised and needs to be questioned is how can we, why are we providing public taxpayer funds to private schools without accompanying accountability? Well, and, and as you also point out, there's certain things that happen in your school district or, or have to happen in your school district that private schools don't have to adhere to. I mean, you, you've got to take any and all. No matter how much expense goes along with it, you have to take any and all. Private schools don't have to accept uh, certain students. And, and talk to people about that, uh, Superintendent Deagle. Yeah. I, I think, in my mind, the, a legislature's most basic function is to tax people, take that tax money, provide it to 
support programs that they feel are important, and then those hold those programs accountable to make sure that the tax money was used the way that it's intended. However, House Bill 1532 does not do that. It, in my mind, does the opposite of that. For example, 20, well, $24 million is going to be provided to private schools to help fund their education with little or no accountability that goes with it. Um, the Light of Christ Catholic Schools in Bismarck will receive $2 million. They're going to get more money than 68 public school districts in the state of North Dakota, including Linton. And that's, so That's St. Mary's, isn't it? That is. That is St. Okay. Mary's, exactly. Yep. Okay. Um, you know, however, like in a public district, we are required to complete an audit of our finances every year, and we submit it to the state. And that audit is open to the public. Anybody can walk in and say, can I see your audit from last year? And we provide it. However, public private schools are not required to do public or financial audits that are open to the public. They, they Their finances are closed to the public. So if audits are important, then why don't we all have to do them? if they're going to get public money. If audits aren't important, then take that requirement away from the public schools. I, we just want to be treated the same if tax money is going to go to the, to the private schools. We have open meeting laws, and our meetings are open. Our, our records are open. That is through the legislature. And I'm not saying that's bad, but every time I have my board has a committee meeting, a board meeting, we notice that meeting, we, we, we send that, that agenda to the auditor, we send that agenda to the newspaper, we, we post that notice at the site of the meeting, we post that notice at the, at the main central office, and anyone in the public can come in and say, I want to attend that building committee meeting or that school board meeting. If that's important, then why don't privates have to do that if they're going to start receiving my tax money, and I say mine, it's like mine. Like, I'm not talking as a superintendent. They don't have to, none of their meetings are required to be open to the public. And I think that's probably, to me, treat us the same. You mentioned, you know, students. We accept every student who lives in our school district, no questions asked. And, and, that, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but, you know, we if it's a, a high need special needs kiddo, we gladly accept them. Like they deserve an education just as much as everybody else. It's just that their education might be in a little different way, and it probably costs a little bit more than than what other students' education costs. That parent comes in, that kid comes in, we provide them an education. If we can't provide them in the rural schools. We then work with the parents and maybe the Ann Carlson Center, for example, and we provide that education, and we're responsible for paying that, that education up to four and a half times the, the average cost of education, which is $60,000. So I get 10000 from the state, and I got 60000 going out to educate that kiddo, and that's great because that, that, that student deserves that education as much as anybody. However, they're not the same rules. Private schools can say, we don't want you in our school. We refuse to service you. We refuse to allow you to attend our school. I've got friends that have been private school superintendents, 
And they said the biggest difference is they can call a student in and the parents in and say, you're really not our kind of student. We, we really, you're not, it's not working out. You need to go to the public school. And again, it's not a bash on private schools. It's a bash on how can we give public money to an entity that has that ability to do that and has the ability not to open up their finances, has that ability not to have open public records. That's probably where I'm coming from more than anything. It's not a bash on private. Um, it's no, a bash I, on, yeah. I, I understand it's not a bash on private. I, I get that. But it's being driven by private. I mean, it, it is Superintendent Deagle. It, it, it's being mm-hmm. driven by private schools wanting public dollars. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to ask it to you this way, because the folks in Kidder County right now know what their property tax is. They've got to pay it up for sure by March. Many of them have paid it already, and many of them scratch their head. Because it doesn't mean that they got a crop this year. Those property taxes are staying the same. So if somebody came in and said that your school districts, the ones that, that you're the head of, you're the superintendent of, we're going to give you $2 million extra, what would happen to your property taxes? Do you think that those same farmers and ranchers would be smiling? Uh, if you were able to say, hey, we got a $2 million extra hit here, we're going to put it to work and we're going to lower your mills. Well, that's always our goal is to, to tax our locals as little as possible. And, and there will be a debate forever about what that little is. But, no, you're exactly right. The $24 million is a huge dollar amount. And, and I know that some legislators are saying, well, that didn't, it didn't come out of the education fund. I don't know. I, I don't know that I – probably agree with that like then give us another 24 million i mean it's just like that did we fought really hard over the years for increases in 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 per pupil payment we went three years in a row over the last several years we went zero percent increase zero percent zero percent two percent two percent one one shockingly one percent per per pupil payment across the state equals 24 million dollars you know, I mean, it's just like that is a huge deal. And when you're taking that money away from our locals, then our 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 answer is to cut programs or increase taxes. Yeah, a superintendent, thank you. I, I know I read the letter. I, I know that <laughs> that it's almost suicide to even bring up something like this as a superintendent because. You know, you've got people in your district, and, and they're going to say, hey, you're injecting yourself into politics. But in the end, it comes down to dollars and cents. Uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's politics on your end. I don't, I don't think it is at all. I think it's just budget. It's audit. It's everything else, the common sense. So I appreciate you coming on, sir. Thank you. Well, I would just add that I, I hope people reach out to their senators. Hopefully on the Senate side, we've got an opportunity to kill this bill, and that's what I would encourage people to do. If they um, disagree with House Bill 1532, please reach out to your senators, and we'll see where it goes.